the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Oh, goodness. Back in the saddle. Time for a little Backbone Radio. Matt Dunn here. I was in here last night guest hosting for Brother Randy Corcoran. Got a few podcasts up there and available. All of them electric. I tell you, you just can't miss those. We'll put up three more tonight after we get through another electric three hours of backbone programming. December 17th, 2023. Blake's behind the glass. I took last week out. I was surfing in Hawaii and snorkeling. And Zen meditating on the beach, in the sand. And maybe we'll talk about some of those philosophical thoughts again this evening. I queued up a little bit of that last night about contemplative prayer, breathing, bodily breathing, deep breathing. And the phone started going off the hook, and I didn't, I didn't even get close to getting to everybody. Maybe we'll get to that again this evening. Maybe hour two, maybe hour three, somewhere in there. We'll head to the beach. We'll breathe together. But I just I just kind of figured it out as I was coming in. I figured out what Trump's master plan has been all along. Mm-hmm. I figured it out. And I figured it out with the help of a deep stater named Mark Elias. Very helpful, you know, one of those attorneys that's been involved in all of the deep state antics, the Russia collusion hoax, all the other hoaxes you can think of. That guy's been in in there in the middle of them. And he he says this uh, earlier today about Trump's master plan. (laughs) Tongue in cheek, maybe, but Elias, Elias. Got to pronounce that one right. You know, you got to get the names of these deep straighters right. Quote, Donald Trump is plotting to overthrow American democracy. It is not a secret, and he is not subtle. The only question is whether enough people will care enough to stop it. End quote. There you go. Mark Elias has figured out Trump's master plan And that is to overthrow American democracy. That is what he is up to. That is why he is doing this. And it does make sense, does it not, when you think about it, that Trump's master plan all along, his first term, in his first term, Trump brought peace and prosperity to this nation and to the world. But you see, that was just, the beginning phase of Trump's master plan. His plan was, you see, to get elected that first time 
with the help of Putin and the Russians, of course. They're the ones that got him in there. You know, that's what the left, that's what the rhinos have been saying all these years. That Trump overthrew the election, got in thanks to Russia. And you can't say that anymore. You can't be critical of elections anymore. You can only do that when Trump wins. But Trump's master plan, back to the plan, just so you all understand that Trump has so much vision and so much foresight that he planned it all out in his first term, okay, he was going to bring peace and prosperity, the end of wars, the end of forever wars, no new wars. Get this economy going gangbusters, the middle class, the working class thriving, leading their best lives, millions upon millions of them across this land, peace and prosperity. But then that was just the first term, but the second term was going to come along. And like Mark Elias says, Trump is going to overthrow, overthrow American democracy. Mm-hmm. So that first term, you see, was all about just manufacturing this peace and prosperity only as a precursor, only as like a feint, as like a distraction, as like a little maneuver to prepare for the real agenda, which is overthrowing American democracy. And I just feel better having figured this out and having communicated this. And we are on, yes, obviously, to Deep Stater panic, Mark Elias panic, Joe Scarborough panic. They're on to the dictator hoax, ladies and gentlemen. It's a, it's one they've kind of been using all the way along, but they're going to reamp and refurbish and reiterate the dictator hoax that, yes, Trump is the dictator. He's going to overthrow democracy. And that's his whole deal. You see, because he could have done that in his first term. He could have done all the things that Biden is doing now. He could have tried to throw his political opponents in jail. <laughs> he could have done all that. You know, he could have tried to take mugshots of all of his political opponents back in 2016 to 2020. He could have done that, but nope, nope. He wanted to get the peace and prosperity going in order to engineer his second term four years after the end of his first term, and that's when the real business of being a dictator happens. That's when the real business of overthrowing democracy happens. And I'll tell you, the, the comedy of the deep state panic just writes itself, in my opinion. These folks are just feeling it. They are sensing it. Maybe they tuned in to Las Vegas last night, to the UFC, to the grand entrance. Donald Trump walks in Las Vegas, the UFC fight, the conflict, and oh, you want to talk about the word electric. Uh, here we go. Trump walks in with Kid Rock and Dana White, and the place goes nuts. <laughs> Last time, a few weeks ago, it was Joe Rogan marveled 
he was sitting around marveling about the electric reception Trump received walking in there. And he, you know, he's just, hey, you know, if Biden walked in, what would happen? The place would go, would like gag or something, you know? They would just be kind of like the end of the road kind of thing there. Mario Lopez walking in with Kid Rock with Donald Trump. And who is Mario Lopez? Everybody seems to know who Mario Lopez is. And uh, who, who is this guy? His Twitter handle is Gia and Dominic and Santino's dad. So, Blake, do you know who these people are? Gia, Dominic, and Santino? Yeah, of course. Who are they? They're, uh, don't, uh... They're fighters? Clue, man. I was just kidding. Oh, you, you don't know? No clue. Okay. I think everybody knows who, uh, anyway, he's supposed to be some kind of a big guy. He's got 1.3 million followers, and I'm thinking must be a UFC fighter or father-parent of UFC. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. But apparently, I know rock and roll, man. That's what I know. Yeah, yeah, you do know rock and roll, and uh, yeah. There's a picture of um, Mark Wahlberg sitting next to Mario Lopez last night at this grand electric entrance. And actually, here this this clip is one where you hear the crowds kind of got there, and then they then Trump shows up on the monitor. Listen to Trump show up on the monitor. Hear the change. There it goes. There it goes. Oh, man. The deep staters are watching that. The Mark Eliases of the world are watching that, and they're saying, oh, no. All those people are going to overthrow our democracy and Trump. They're not going to stop Trump from being a dictator and overthrowing our democracy. They're not going to... They're going to actually egg him on. They... They want him to do it. What do they got to hide these people, these deep staters? What's what's on their conscience? What's afflicting them? What's the matter with these people? At any rate, it's the spirit of the season. Backbone Radio. Be right back. On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker. News Talk 710. KNUS. In that little number, backed with sitars and the rest of it. Try and imitate the Beatles, yeah? Who feels the love? We feel it. We are in the spirit and the season. Spreading the good cheer, the America first good cheer. Upon all of the elite ears that are taking time to be in backbone country tonight. 
And yes, indeed, the polling, everything is set up so nicely for 2024. We're just rolling. <laughs> We're rolling right along. Trump breaking out to his biggest lead against Biden in the real clear politics average. It is a plus 3.2 if you add up all the polls. You've got Trump up in all seven of the swing states. Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Yeah, it's looking pretty sweet, ladies and gentlemen. And should I even bother talking about the primary? (laughs) More data comes in. Trump versus Biden. Trump is plus 19 on stock market performance. Plus 18 on handling of the economy. Plus 17 on immigration, plus 15 on interest rates, and plus 15 on the cost of everyday goods. 76% of Americans say their income is not keeping up with inflation. Oh, guess what? That's not going to be changing anytime soon in these next 11 months. And that's why you've got... You've got the folks who are just seeing it happen, and I, I think the deep state has to know that they've lost. They've lost the mood of the country. You know, they pulled all these stunts. They got their guy Biden in there, and he promptly went out and screwed the pooch, just botched it, just made a hash of this country. The mood has moved away from them, and every day after 2020, Trump has looked better and better and better. On all of those aforementioned items, on stock market performance, handling of the economy, immigration, interest rates, cost of everyday goods. Yeah. And so people are looking back and saying, man, we had all that peace and the prosperity. Now we got all these wars and everything costs a darn much and the economy is just crap. And so there we are, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Did you see, by the way, that Jeff Rowe, R-O-E, is out of the DeSantis campaign. He was uh, doing the PAC, the big PAC, that had all the money behind DeSantis. And I believe, was he the never-back-down guy, or he was another one of the PACs? And um, let's see, the campaign and Super PAC, I guess it's, yeah, never-back-down, Super PAC chief strategist Jeff Rowe. Didn't even make it to Iowa. Boy, the wheels have been coming off this DeSantis campaign from the launch onward. Good night. What a mess. What a disaster. Jeff Rose, the guy, I'll talk about him more, but he he ran the Ted Cruz campaign into the ground back in 2016. Then DeSantis hired the guy, and next thing you know, kind of end of the road for the DeSantis juggernaut political career, political future. Oh, man. Yeah, that that, that was a flail. And this, this Roe guy, everything I can tell, having read about him, is just a bad news guy. Just bad news griftery. Likes to get other people's millions and manipulate the big donors to get behind his schemes, and then he promptly goes out and we're in, what, a, the fifth or sixth spiral of the DeSantis campaign crash at this point? Maybe we're in the seventh one. I don't know. It's, that's, that's an epic. But let's get on to some phone action and say some hellos. 303-696-1971. Of course, you're invited in the Texas studio. Boy, they're so 
so vital to what we do around here, and especially in my case, because I need to be kept on track a lot. Great American Eric, here you are, calling from Stapleton. What's on your mind, young man? Dr. Dunn, you great American. I'm going to get right to it. Do, do it. I'm hot as fish grease, okay? Now, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And I, I know Rush Limbaugh would have came out with all of what I'm about to say long time ago if he was still here. Because he ain't afraid of the big bad wolf. Here we go. You great American. Lay it on, man. If Joe, if Joe Biden knew what Hunter Biden was doing, then we all know dang well in your three million listeners and your audience, we know dang well that that crooked Barack Hussein Obama knew exactly what Joe was doing. Oh, you're saying that, uh, yeah, that you think uh, I, yeah. Obama's back there kind of uh, watching over Joe and helping be one of the puppet string pullers of Joe? And Barack that with, Obama. Yeah. I mean, he, he he's up to his eyeballs with all this corruption. Mm-hmm. How in the heck? I'm not going to curse. You're a religious man, and we got religious families out there. <laughs> how in the heck did he get? How did he become such a a, a a a I mean a billionaire almost close to it? You know how come they're not investigating this crooked dude? Yeah, Barack Obama. He knew everything that Hunter was doing. He knew everything that Biden was doing because it's proof positive. When Biden was over there in Burisma telling all them dudes about you ain't getting this billion dollars, you know, you could call him, you know, uh, I'll be here for six hours. Yeah. Nobody. I mean, uh, uh, um, what's his name? But the way they're they're phrasing it now is that, well, Joe Biden's a very caring father. And he's he's calling and checking in with Hunter every day now because he's such I a caring father. I two hoots about father. that crackhead, dude. Yeah. Man, we're talking and, about your babies and my babies. You know, we're talking about America, yeah. Dr. Dunn. This is serious. Barack Obama needs to be investigated. And, if the, I mean, we have Congress in charge right now. I mean, Jim Jordan should be on this like ugly on an ape. Uh, our Speaker of the House now, Johnson. He should be on this like white on rice. Yeah, I mean, should it's be. Just, it's just common sense. You can't push a rope, and we know how we feel about the folks in Congress. They just can't be bothered to do anything that's actually like cool. But it think about be this. Me. What do you it think of this? It should be me, you, Brian, and Joe, and um, you know, <laughs> David. Everybody, you know, in Congress, other than the clowns that we have in there. Yeah, we'll get Ken oh Buck right on that. Eric, we'll get Ken Buck right after that one. You know, that's that's going to happen. But think oh, about this. All of their yeah. stunts, all of their maneuvers, yeah, they figured out a way to get Trump out of there in 2020. Yeah, they got their demented, frail, incompetent Biden in there. But now, I don't know, you think it's coming home to roost? I mean, he screwed up the country for so badly, and made Trump look better and better every day, and now here he comes. I just kind of wonder if you if you play the long game, 
if all that Obama stuff, the Biden stuff, the Mark Elias stuff ends up being one gigantic backfire if we can just get over the finish line in 2024. You ever think about that, Eric? Absolutely. And Donald J. Trump, president, oh, my God. I wish he could run forever (laughs) because we need him that long to fix up our country. We just got to keep keep, – we just got to – Totally. Keep fighting. But, you yes. know, but they, they yes. say he's going to be a dictator and overthrow our democracy, Eric. Well, Doesn't that sound bad? I don't know. Well, I, I'll be his bodyguard <laughs> if he wants to go that route. <laughs> Much love, my All brother. the best, Talk sir. Listen to podcasts of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710knus.com. His heart is strong as stone. Counting them yard lines. Ben Queller, yeah, you got to fight till your dying day. Don't ever, ever forget that. Just the way the world is. And I remember Arthur Schopenhauer, the philosopher, German philosopher, big influence on Nietzsche. He said that same thing, you know, you got to be fighting your whole life long. And when you do finally have to lay down that sword, I mean, you've got that sword still in your hand. When you lay it down. But yet, love and caring for the people around you, for the people closest to you, for your network of trust, for spouses and siblings and children, extended family, and those in your community. Those are the ones where you fight together, fight with as we are saving this republic. And again, it's all looking so good. This setup for 2024. Poll data. Young Americans, voters under the age of 30. A lot of people rip on young voters these days. And the young crowd, oh, Trump is dominating, destroying Biden, Kennedy, the rest of them. Voters under the age of 30 in a Fox News poll. Fox News, by the way, has the least reliable pollster of them all. They always downplay Trump's strengths. Fox News. That place is such a disaster. But Trump 51, Biden 44. Trump plus 7 with voters under the age of 30. Folks, how do you even explain that? These are the kids that were brainwashed into Trump evil going to overthrow our democracy, going to be a dictator. And yet they like him under the age of 30. You got to give the young people some credit, folks. We got to say, hey, all right, young people, you're kind of seeing the light. Guess they didn't enjoy living in the Biden crap economy, all the wars, all the nonsense, all the stumbles and splats and falls. Yeah. And it's not, see, it's not cool to be like for Biden. It's, it's, it's cool to be like for Trump. Yeah. 
That's why we are really cool around here. I mean, just cool. When you think of the word cool, do you think of the word backbone radio? I think so. Nevada. Trump hits 75% in the primary. <laughs> that is just insane. Trump, 75%. DeSantis, 15 Christie, 5 Ramaswamy, 2%. Nikki Haley has not filed for the Nevada Republican caucus. Oh, so Trump's up 60 in Nevada. That one just sort of got my attention. And by the way, anybody out there want to see Nikki Haley to be the vice president? No. Not even, like, no way ever. No way, no thank you. But it is interesting, and I never got around to playing this last night. I was intending to all the way along. Trump is asked by somebody who is interviewing him, and I forgot who this was. But what do you think about Nikki Haley? Is this big juggernaut coming out of the rhino establishment Floating the trial balloon. Gotta have Nikki Haley be your vice president, Trump. Joni Ernst in Iowa was one floating this two weeks ago on one of the Sunday shows. I caught that one. And I was like, aha, I see what you establishment rhinos are doing. You're trying to get another Pence in there. You're trying to get another phony rhino backstabbing Pence in there saddled to Trump. But just remember, Nikki Haley, neocon Nikki, he, she wants every war you could possibly imagine. Send your kids to go die in her military-industrial complex wars. Yes, Nikki spent time sitting on the board of Boeing, being paid and rewarded handsomely for her support for the endless forever wars. Good job, Nikki! No talent. Big supporter of George Floyd and the rest of it is Nikki. Total phony. Nobody likes her, by the way. But man, Fox News, the establishment, they're really pushing hard for Nikki, and they would love to attach Nikki, to try to get just enough leverage on Trump to attach Nikki Haley to a Trump ticket in 2024. And, uh, I mean, no way. It's a total non-starter, an obvious non-starter. Don Jr. is out there saying, oh, no way. But Trump, and this is what I was thinking, is they float this trial balloon. And what they're trying to do, the reason behind this is that the big donors, the globalist corporate donors to the GOP, have no leverage over Trump. But they're kind of saying, and they're not really suggesting Nikki Haley be on the ticket. They are threatening Trump that, hey, if you put Nikki Haley on your ticket, well, Maybe we will take our millions and not use them against you as hard as we would otherwise. Maybe we'll go a little easier on you, Trump. Maybe we'll find a way to try to get you off the hook on all these deep state legal cases they're trying to throw at you and put you in prison before the election. See what I mean? It's not a suggestion. It's not a trial balloon. It's a threat. You got to have another Pence with you. You got to have another backstabber with you. You got to have a Nikki Haley with you who does all the things the corporate globalist deep staters want. And if you don't do that, we're going to try to find some way to make you feel pain, Trump. That's how I see this Nikki Haley trial balloon threat scenario. But that's where Trump does not play ball with these people. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. Whatever you guys say, but no, not going to happen.
However, Trump was very polite about it, very gracious about it when asked about it, as I think it makes sense. Obviously, it's a non-starter. But if Trump is going to be gentle and kind about it, and you say, well, it helps, you know, just send a good vibe and a good feeling across the party. And I think this is the appropriate response. But make no mistake, no way on Nikki. Trump would never even for a second consider Nikki or succumbing to any of the blackmail that these moron donors want to want to kind of wield against him. And here, here's here's how Trump said it. Your daughter-in-law, Lara, Lara, said this week on Newsmax that uh, she was asked, would, would you consider Nikki Haley as your running mate in uh, 2024? And she said, never say never. Would, would you really consider Nikki well, Haley? That's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting, I, I wouldn't, right now, I'm not even thinking about that. Uh, I've always gotten along with Nikki, but I think, you know, what she did was uh, I would never run against the president. He was a great president and all of that. And then, you know, a year, two years later, she just, oh, I guess I'll run. Uh, and hasn't picked up much steam. You know, they say surge, but the one that's surging is us because I went up 10 points and she went up three and the sanctus went down. So that's not much of a surge, although it is a surge against him. He's uh, doing very poorly, actually. So never say never to uh, to to picking Nikki as your running mate, or or would you say never? Well, look, I think it's unlikely because you know it's one of those things. I think it's unlikely uh, we have uh, some things in common and some things we don't have in common, and some of those things are pretty important. We have uh, obviously it's a mine is a campaign of common sense. We want strong borders. We got to have our borders back. We have to have elections. We have to have a strong and powerful elections that are honest as opposed to what we've had we've had you know we're like a third world country uh we have things in common we have things that uh i probably wouldn't agree with her very much on but we have a lot of great candidates that's one thing i don't think about it too much i have to tell you but we have a lot of great okay candidates. so there's trump you know and that is very statesmanlike language that is very gentle and very sophisticated language from trump do you hear that? That is a kinder, gentler Trump who is trying to unify the party by speaking that way, responding to the threats from the globalist deep state corporate rhino donor types who want to attach him with Nikki. And he's he's saying, well, it's unlikely, you know, but in a very gentle manner. And I give him kudos for that. But just so you know, I hope nobody out there in backbone country is thinking that there is even a whiff of a scintilla of a hint of a possibility that that could ever happen because no. <laughs> no. And Trump does know, as pollster Richard Barris was saying, that uh, the uh, risk of Trump being assassinated would increase multifold if Nikki Haley were the vice president. And you don't want to laugh about that kind of thing because it's something I'm very worried about. But if you have Nikki in there, Trump better have at least a battalion of food tasters in the White House. He'd have to have his Secret Service eat all of his food before he would even dare to take a bite with Nikki out there, one heartbeat away, waiting in the wings, with the military-industrial complex sitting there licking their chops, saying, we get Nikki in there, we can invade the whole world. We can get forever wars all over the globe. Oh, yeah. That's uh, not going to happen, but I thought I would 
offer my perspective. Never Nikki. Never. Neocon Nikki. Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader. News Talk 710 KNUS. Little Lenny Kravitz bringing us in. This is the dig in tune. Don't lose it yet, Blake man. I remember the first time I heard this song. You know how you have that where sometimes you remember the first time? The very first time. You heard a certain song. And I happened to be driving a rental car in Spain. Driving down a highway up around Zaragoza. And I was getting passed by people going well over 100 miles an hour. And I was like, man, these Spaniards drive fast. But I always dial it down really far down when I'm in a foreign country driving around. Always looking around, like, trying to figure out what all the signs mean. And everything's different, you know. And am I in the right lane? What am I doing? What am I doing here? you got to be extra cautious when you're in... A foreign land. And you get in there roundabout. Spain has the worst roundabouts, by the way. I got stuck in one. Might have been in Barcelona. You're supposed to say Barcelona. And I couldn't get out of it. You know, you get it. It's like one of those like eight lanes wide, maybe more roundabouts. And everyone seems to know what the heck they're doing. And they just whip around, zip in and out. But I get in there and I, I can't get out of it. And I remember that was stressful for a host done in Barcelona. You have to decide, all right, I'm just going to get out of this roundabout. You just have to jam through it. And if the people around you don't tap the brakes, well, you're just going to have a little contact. You're going to have an accident. So finally, you just get desperate. and You're like, I'm out. I'm out of this roundabout. See what happens. And then, yeah, everybody backed off. (laughs) <laughs> but you don't have that sense that they're actually going to do that when you're uh, feeling that desperation in a foreign land. <laughs> anyway, but don't don't worry. I had a few people like saying, oh, I'm worried that Nikki could be on the ticket. No, no, no. It's not going to happen. Worry not yourselves about this one. And yes, I, I appreciate Trump being appropriately statesmanlike and generous in his response to it, you know. But that's that, that's fine. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, sorry, Nikki. That's not going to happen. Uh, no more Pence's. And, I, I mean, talk about learning the lessons of disloyal people. By the way, you're going to see that a lot. They're going to say, oh, Trump's only going to appoint loyalists in his next cabinet. And I know it's not a done deal 2024. The deep state, the rhinos, all that, they're going to have a whole slew of tricks ahead. We've got all kinds of things to overcome, all kinds of obstacles. But I don't want to sit around being all intimidated, you know, just because they threw a virus out last time, just because they, you know, have everything they can rig against us, right? Don't be intimidated by it. They're going to be defeated. We're going to go defeat these people. 
The mood is behind this. The mood is with MAGA. Biden is not cool. Trump is very cool. Did you hear that reception? He walked into the UFC. I mean, that is cool. They see his face on the monitor and they shriek. Yeah. We got the cool vibe going. It's all part of the master plan to overthrow democracy. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're going to do. We're going to overthrow our democracy. Right, Mark Elias? Oh, those people, they're, they're, they're going to be bedwetting every day all the way to November 2024. Got to change those sheets, those folks. And uh, we're going to be laughing at their comic relief all the way along. But, yeah, little reminder, Jeff Rowe down, a band, chief strategist for the uh, Never Back Down Super PAC for DeSantis, and Jeff Rowe gone. He massacred the Ted Cruz campaign back in 2016, applied the same strategy in 2024 here. And, I mean, those people just destroyed DeSantis's career. It's amazing how bad of a job the DeSantis staff did, but it's also amazing how bad of a candidate DeSantis has been. Just disaster. Get ready, by the way, for DeSantis to endorse Nikki Haley. I don't know. There's so much bad blood there. What's DeSantis going to do? This is where, see, that's why Trump has to be nice to Nikki on the VP thing. Say, well, you know, well, probably not, but, well, you know. Because it would be nice if Nikki Haley endorsed Trump down the road. It would be nice if DeSantis endorsed Trump down the road. Does that make sense? And so they're going to try to issue every threat and try to get every possible last scrap of leverage they can possibly get out of Trump in order to get a Nikki Haley and DeSantis endorsement. But guess what? If they don't endorse Trump, screw them. Just go buzz off. Go do your own little rhino thing. No one likes you in the polls anyway. Do you see what they're angling for? But Trump's about to be president again. And if they want to get anywhere near having anything useful to say or be relevant to the voters of this country, they, they, they don't have as much leverage as they think. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Yes. And you got to look at it through these power prisms at this level, which I like to think is something that we excel at around here. We see the power machinations. We understand the power moves in the beltway. We understand how they dress up their language with all kinds of fake, fake principles that, you know, they just don't mean a word of it. We see what they're doing. Let's say hey to Brian in our WADA. Hello, Brian. Greetings. What's going on, Mr. Don? Oh, I'm just bloviating and you enjoying know when it. when you told me that uh, story of Spain? Yeah. I don't know if you watched the movie European Vacation with Chevy Chase. I always <laughs> thought that was a little of exaggeration. I mean, the guy was rolling around all night in that circle trying to get out oh. of it. So it kind of reminded me of that. You know yeah. what? I haven't uh, seen that since I was like a kid, but it's really true. That well, happened to me. Watch it again now. More than now, once. now when you watch it, you'll have a little more appreciation for it, see, because you've been through the nightmare. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> Perilous. Perilous in Spain. Yeah. You know what's funny is DeSantis is better than Nikki, and they're both horrible. <laughs> I mean, you look at old Nikki. I mean, come on. 
Yes, Trump made some bad mistakes, guys. He, you know, he just got into this deep state. He was thrown into this swamp of a mess, and he tried to work with them. He had backstabbers everywhere, you know. Who would have thought that Pence, out of all people, we thought Pence was the guy, you know, hey, I just hang around my wife. I'm a great Christian guy. Well, speaking so, of backstabbers, Nikki Haley. Like the rest of me is a mess. Nikki said she would never run against Donald Trump. Oh, what is she doing? She's yeah. running against Trump. Talk about a backstabber already. And then DeSantis, built and formed and fashioned by Trump himself. And then he he runs against Trump, and he's saying all of these utterly nasty, stupid, untrue things against Trump all the time when he gets near a microphone, goes on CNN or wherever for his interviews. Uh, yeah. Well, we're all chasing the dollar, let's face it. I mean, look at Nikki. I mean, she was in the U.N. long enough to drink a cup of coffee. Next thing you know, she's a defense contractor. She's on the board of Lockheed Martin. She went from nothing to millions of dollars. I mean, yeah, she's bought off. It's that simple. Matter of fact, I don't know if you guys remember this, but she was like, yeah, you know, maybe Trump should release his taxes and stuff. Now she's like, I ain't releasing my taxes, you numb nuts. I went from $100,000 to $11 million in one year. I she's mean, not going to do it, huh? <laughs> remember Mitt yeah, Romney? Trump, Trump has to release his taxes. Uh, Mitt Romney was yeah. a real stickler about that one. Yeah, way to uh, go, Rhino. Now here's Nikki. She's going, well, come on, guys. I mean, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to do that. that. Game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good for Nikki. So anybody that loves Nikki, you better love her enough to, you know, have your son die for her so she can have a bigger house. Do you love her that much? Oh, I yeah. I hell don't. We, we need to, <laughs> you know, send our kids to some bloody battlefield to get Nikki a, a house with a pool. Yeah. Matt Dunn, you're the best. And we all <laughs> Amen. Love. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.